What if I told you the financial situation that you really desire is a lot closer than you think? Whether you're interested in becoming debt-free, learning how to invest your hard-earned money, or just want to take your finances to the next level, you're in the right place. The Plenty Money Podcast is for anyone who believes that financial freedom is possible. What's up, everybody? Cornelius Davis here. Coming to you today from Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic. A beautiful city sitting right on the coast of the island. And a lovely place to be this time of year. I want to welcome you all to another segment of the Plenty Money Podcast. Thanks to everyone for tuning in today. I'm getting a lot of investment related questions from clients nowadays. Uh, People are concerned about the economy and they want to know, is this a good time to buy real estate? They want to know, is this a good time to invest in the stock market? And in times of economic uncertainty, I like to try to offer updates on the uh, state of the economy. And I did my last update back in July of 22. And as I said back then, I'm not an economist, but since I am in the business of providing investment advice, you know, I must keep an ear to what's happening in the overall economy. And so today I want to discuss two things. First, I want to discuss the overall state of the economy. And that discussion will be centered around jobs, housing, and the stock market. Second, I want to provide a response to the questions. uh, Is this a good time to invest in stocks or real estate? And then finally, I'll wrap up with five guidelines for making good investment decisions. So first, the economy. Typically, there are four phases to an economic cycle. There's an expansion phase, which is the period when the economy is still growing. There's the peak phase, uh, when the economy has grown as much as it's going to grow during that particular economic cycle. There's the contraction phase, which is the period when the economy starts to slow down. And then finally, there's the trough phase, Uh, which is when the economy hits its lowest point of the cycle. And after the trough phase, uh, the cycle starts all over again. And so with all the fiscal stimulus and the Federal Reserve intervention, uh, the current economic cycle has been pretty much anything but typical. You know, there have been predictions about the economy entering into recession. Uh, However, this cycle has been very unique. Uh, While the overall economy does seem to be contracting, uh, it's not a wholesale contraction. You know, we're experiencing a mixture of things. We're seeing a slowdown in consumer spending for certain items, but not for everything. We're seeing a pullback in hiring in certain sectors, Uh, but not in all sectors. And so this is truly a mixed economic cycle that we're in right now. 
And so first I want to talk about the jobs picture. You know, our economy is primarily driven by consumer spending. And so whether people have a job or not really makes a huge difference. And despite all of the talk about recession and the Federal Reserve raising interest rates, uh, the job numbers are still pretty strong in most sectors. You know, it's true that some sectors are taking a hit. For example, the technology sector uh, is experiencing significant layoffs. Uh, I think Google recently announced that they were going to lay off 12,000 people. Microsoft is laying off uh, 10,000 people. Amazon is laying off 18,000 people. And I believe Facebook has already laid off 11,000 people. And so there has been some job losses uh, in certain sectors and technology in particular. However, the overall jobs numbers uh, still look strong. The Department of Labor announced 500,000 new jobs were created in January. And so this is not uh, the type of number you would expect to hear uh, during an economic downturn. And so, you know, things are really mixed right now. The housing market, you know, the housing market is another significant element of the overall economy. Overall, the housing market is broadly showing declines, but the dynamics vary from market to market. You know, some markets are showing a sharper slowdown than others. And despite the significant rise in interest rates, uh, some markets haven't experienced any slowdown at all. Uh, I was just home in Atlanta uh, a short time ago, and it seems like everywhere I went, uh, new houses were under construction. And so some are fearful that we might be on the verge of some sort of real estate crash, but you know, as long as jobs remain stable, I just don't really see that happening. Uh, next up is one of my favorite things to talk about, and that's the stock market. You know, everybody wants to know which way is the stock market going. And some economists say that it's going up. Other economists say that it's going down. And, and ironically, uh, both of them are correct. You know, right now, it all depends on what you're buying. You know, for example, most of the energy company stocks were up big in 2022. But at the same time, some other sectors like technology uh, took a tremendous hit. You know, healthcare stocks has really held steady uh, compared to uh, consumer discretionary goods and services. Those stocks have taken a big hit as well. And you know, as far as the major indexes are concerned, uh, the S&P, the Dow Jones and the Nasdaq, you know, they're all up from their lowest point late last year. Now, does that mean that we've hit bottom and those indexes won't return to their lows anytime soon? It's hard to say. You know, I do think it will take a while before gobs of money flow back into the stock market, uh, which is actually good news because. That means that there's opportunities to continue to buy quality companies at a fair price point. But overall, it's really hard to say which direction the stock market is going to go from this point. So the nature of this economic cycle makes it really hard to tell uh, whether or not we're in for all out recession or not. I've heard some economists say that this may turn out to be 
uh, a rolling recession, meaning that various sectors will be hit at different times, but it won't develop into a full blown recession. You know, either way, my answer to the question of whether or not you should be investing in stocks or real estate right now is yes. You know, if you have money to invest, you should always have your eyes open for opportunities to get a return on your money. You know, you cannot let the current economic buzz scare you away. You know, for example, the overall stock market, the three major indexes are all up from their October lows. And so it's possible that the market never looks back from this point and that it will eventually go higher from here. Uh, and if this happens, you know, people who are waiting on the sidelines for the smoke to clear, uh, they'll, they'll miss out. But on the other hand, uh, you don't want to be too overzealous and rush into the market without any caution because there is still the possibility of a serious recession. And so a serious recession could cause both housing and real estate to uh, take a significant hit. And so, yes, you should be investing in stocks and real estate, but you should be doing so strategically. And so that said, I want to wrap up by sharing five guidelines to use uh, to help you make good investment decisions. Number one, you want to invest regularly. You know, investing is not a one time thing that you do and hope that your investment grows to a million dollars. No, investing should be a part of your regular financial routine. You know, whether that's putting money away each time you get paid or investing once a year when you receive a tax refund, it should be a regular thing. And your focus should be on accumulating assets. You know, the price of those assets are going to fluctuate. They're going to rise and they're going to fall. But if you're buying while the market is down, it means that you're getting more assets for your money. And so you want to invest on a regular basis. It's not a one-time thing. And this is particularly with the stock market uh, on the regular investing. Number two, you want to invest for the long term. You know, investing is a long-term game and the value of assets fluctuate based on different trends and specific events. And this is true for both stocks and real estate. However, over the long term, these assets have tended to appreciate in value. And so not only do you want to accumulate these assets, you also want to hold on to these assets long enough to benefit from the price appreciation. Number three, you want to keep your emotions out of your investment decisions. You know, fear, greed, negative thinking, uh, unfounded optimism, all of these things can get you into trouble when it comes to investing. And so it's best to develop an investment strategy and stick with it. You know, don't let your emotions influence your investment decisions. And also don't make investment decisions based on information that you hear in the news or based on what economists are saying. Develop a plan and stick to that plan. Number four, don't chase performance. You know, you've probably heard the phrase 
uh, past performance is not indicative of future results. And that's actually a regulatory statement that's required to be included on investment advertisements. This is an important statement because people often make the mistake of gravitating toward those investments that have already had significant gains. You know, when it comes to investing, there is a such thing as being late to the party. And if you don't believe me, just ask the people who bought Bitcoin at $60,000. You know, don't assume that just because a stock has been on the rise or if a particular housing market has been on the rise, that it will continue to rise. You know, don't chase performance. Uh, just stick to your strategy. Find the deals that you're looking for. Buy the stocks that make sense to you and just continue uh, going forward. Number five, you want to diversify. You know, different sectors of the economy move in different directions at certain times. And so uh, while the stock market may be going up, the real estate market could be going down or vice versa. And so you want to make sure that you're spreading your money around so that all your investments are not going up or down at the same time. You know, for example, during a recession, the stock market typically slows down. However, if you own real estate, uh, people have to continue to pay rent regardless to whether we're in a recession or not. And so you want to try to diversify your investments as much as possible to mitigate times like this. That's all I have today. Uh, hopefully you got something useful from this segment. If you have questions about a particular investment or want to talk about an investment, uh, feel free to reach out to me at contact at CorneliusDavisJr.com. As always, I thank you all for tuning in. Have a great week. When it comes to taking your finances to the next level, surrounding yourself with like-minded people provides a tremendous boost. Being able to share ideas, receive encouragement, and leverage opportunity increases your chances of financial success. I created the Personal Economy Community to provide a virtual location for people to connect with others on similar financial journeys. If you're interested in improving your finances in any way, the Personal Economy Community is the place you want to be. That's personaleconomy.com. Personal, E-C-O-N-O-M-E.com.